You're listening to the Student to Student Podcast. I'm your host, James O'Douda. This podcast is made possible by the Student Life Network, your resource hub for all things school, and Canada's Luckiest Student, the largest student giveaway in Canada. Hey guys, today on the podcast, we've got Courtney Cameron, and she's in the final year of university in the Film Studies program and is also a past RA. Courtney's the best guest to answer all your questions like what is the first year of university like, what mistakes did she see first year students make, and how to get help on campus. So if you're looking to improve your student experience, study habits, social life in your first year of university, then you're going to learn a lot from Courtney. So Courtney, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm good. It was a little wet outside on the walk here, so we're a little moist, but... Super damp. Yeah, damp. Damp is the <laughs> the right word for that one. So let's just jump right into this. Why did you want to be an RA? I wanted to be an RA because of my RA in first year. So James and I were on the same floor, actually. That's how we know each other. And our RA just built, like, a really incredible community on our floor. Um, it felt like a family. We all supported each other. We all had fun together. Um, and we all, like, pretty well stayed in touch. So... I just, yeah, I thought that was a really incredible thing to be able to, like, bring a group of people coming from, like, so many different backgrounds, like, coming to Ryerson for so many different reasons, but, like, RRA was able to bring us together completely, and I thought that was a really awesome thing. Um, He also, like, just personally helped me with a lot of, like, homesickness and other just bumps that come with first year, so after that, I just decided I kind of wanted to, like, be that person for another group of incoming first years because it made such like um like a profound impact in my life and like probably James's as well so so you just wanted to like help people in like that first year yeah I just wanted to combat yeah I just think like how he did his job was just super inspiring to me and I wanted to do it too so in your first year and your two years of being an RA what are like some common mistakes you see students make and did you make the same mistakes I think the biggest two mistakes I noticed being an RA, um, the first one I wouldn't say that I did, but I definitely wanted to, was going home too much at the beginning. Um, So I've seen like students of my own at the beginning of the school year, if they lived close enough to home, they would go home all the time for weekends. even just like if they have a chunk of time, like if they have only a morning class and go home for the afternoon, like, and I think if you go home too much at the beginning, you miss out on that like major community building aspect of residence, but also university as a whole. Because while you're going home, things are still happening at the university. Um, and I get like the response, because I remember the first weekend of residence, I was like, maybe I'll just go home to Windsor for the weekend. And I actually called my mom and asked, and she was like, no, you need to stay where you are because if you come home, like, you're not going to make friends. School's still going to go on without you. So, yeah, I would say stay put, kind of, like, sit in the uncomfortableness of being at school because at first it is going to feel a little weird, but, like, if you go home, you're going to miss so much. Um, Also, one that I did and that I think everyone does is, like, People don't get involved. I didn't get involved in like a group or anything at my university until my second year. 
And if I look back at my first year, I had a really awesome first year, but that was definitely missing. Like, it didn't have a group on campus. And then every single year after that, it was part of a student group, and it seriously made my experience. And talking to other people in that student group, they say the same thing. So, like, whatever it is, like, if it's, like, chess, if it's travel, if it's, like, video making, like, just go join a group. I think that's, like, the biggest mistake that I see people make is like not getting involved in something that's not their residence for. So do you think that's just like have another group of friends outside of your group of your core group of friends kind of thing or just have other people that you can talk to? So for me being able to go out and like meet like-minded individuals and go on these trips together and like meet every Tuesday on campus just really like um, nurtured that passion. Yeah. So if the people like on your residence floor are also into what you're into, like go join together. I just think you need something like you need some sort of schedule even like every Tuesday night I'm going to this and these are the people that I'm seeing and you're also gonna like just meet more people that way. It's huge. I think that's like the like that is the thing you can do. Just go join something. Coming from someone that lives so far away from Toronto, I guess, like you're, you are from Windsor, what are the best way to meet other students for people that might not have a lot of friends like yourself? Would you say the student groups or would you recommend anything else? Um, like for me, it was a student group, but also I met a ton of really incredible people through work. Um, so as James mentioned, like doing work as an RA, that was a really incredible way to just like meet people on campus, but also like... I have so many friends who just work off campus, and that's also a way to do it and make money. Like, so it doesn't necessarily have to be an on-campus student group. I just think like to integrate that sort of routine into your life and expand the amount of people that you know in your new city. It could even be like a part-time retail job. That's what I do now. Like, so it it really doesn't matter. I just think you. It's. I think it's vital that you just have a group of people that you see every week, and they are expanding your friend group a little bit. Okay, okay. I just think that's huge. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So changing away from meeting people now, there's a lot of students that need help. So where can students go for help on campus? Um, well, okay, I'm going to start at residence just because that's what I know. Um, so if you're in a residence, I would say go to the student staff. That's always a really good, like, first person to talk to. Um, so in my experience as an RA and as a student, RAs aren't trained on everything, but they were a really good first person to talk to. So if you're like, hey, I'm having this like struggle with my mental health, or even if it's just something like a general question, like, I don't know, say you want to join a group and like you don't know where to find one, I would say always go to your student staff. They're super available because they are students, so like they are always around campus. And they're also fairly trained on the campus. From there, if you live in residence, your RA or, like, whatever they're called at your school will probably, like, refer you to somebody else. If you're not in residence, I would say your student center is your lifeline. Um, For Ryerson, there's people, student staff members, that literally just float around the student center who are just, like, a wealth of information. So I would say whatever institution you're at, like, look for things like that in your student center. Wherever you go, they can direct you. Um, Again, Ryerson, we have, like, the mental health center. Um, We have international student support. We have um, student learning support. We have peer mentoring, which uh, is a thing where you can connect with an older student in your same program. So I know Ryerson has a ton of resources. It's just finding them, which in my experience is the biggest struggle of all because I meet people who are in fourth year or graduated and they'll be like, I didn't even know we had that. And that's just so 
crazy to me because it was ingrained in me as an RA, but to hear that there's so many people who didn't even know that we had those things is like really disheartening. So I would say just go to your student center and ask somebody and they will direct you to where you need to be because there literally is something for everyone at universities. So it's just like ask, ask ask questions. Yeah. Like don't be afraid to ask those questions. Ask. Like even if the resource, the exact resource that you're looking for doesn't exist at your institution, there will be something like it. And if there's not, they're going to point you to an off-campus resource. So I would just say always, always, always ask. There are so many people at universities that their sole job is to make students thrive. So whether that's in residence or outside of residence, there's going to be so many people who their entire job description is just to help students. So just go find those people, walk into your student center and just say, this is what I'm looking for. Um, Is there like a mental health resource or is there like a clean eating club? Like whatever you're looking for, just go ask and I promise you it exists. Okay, so... For some students who are like a little bit like introverted or might not have the ability to go and ask those questions, are there a lot of like study apps or websites or books that you've ever used or do you know of any that you would recommend to students? So I might be a little outdated because even as being an RA, I know that like the way that university students are communicating has shifted since I was in first year, which is like crazy because that was only four years ago. But when I was in first year, there were so many Facebook groups for literally everything. Um, there would be a Facebook group for your program. There would be a Facebook group for just like your year at the university. So first and foremost, probably join those. You're going to be like in the loop. Um, a really great thing about those Facebook groups, and I'm pretty sure they still exist. I just know that like people are communicating on like TikTok now and stuff, and I don't know anything about that, but I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I'm really I'm really dated but like I'm pretty sure the Facebook group still exists but um people will post like hey I'm in this class and I'm creating a study group and then if you're an introvert like all you have to do is like comment really quick and be like add me and then you don't even have to like say anything because you're just gonna get study tips in this group chat I've done that so many times I've been added to group chats for classes and like I hate to say it but, like I haven't contributed a whole lot because I was kind of like shy and didn't know anyone but, like, it's a great way to, like, learn your material and, like, help yourself academically, maybe meet a friend. So I would say join those Facebook groups. If you're an introvert, really, like, there's thousands of people on the Facebook group. You're not going to be You're seen. not going to stand out. Yeah, yeah, if that's what you're nervous about. Um, How important did you find it to have a good social group in your first year? So for me, that was a make-or-break thing. Some people can come to university and, like, not have a solid group of friends and be completely okay with that and like actually be comfortable and prefer that that's just not me I'm a really social person by nature um so yeah that meant everything to me just having a group of people to not even necessarily like confide in all the time but just hang out with like I think the most underrated like topic when it comes to moving away or even like if you're going to university in your own town like from talking to my friends who have done that loneliness is such a thing in university and you wouldn't think so because you're so surrounded by so many opportunities but I think that we can sort of retreat because it's overwhelming at times so for me like just having a group of friends that like I could walk over to their room and just like lay down and like just be with another person was so incredibly huge. Like, not even talk to each other, just be in presence kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, like, to just have a friend. And, like, of course, sometimes we had really deep conversations. Sometimes we went out and, like, had big, fun nights. 
and sometimes we just literally chilled and like wanted to be next to another human and like have that human connection and yeah I think if I didn't have that I would have struggled a lot in first year so if you're someone like me who is coming from high school and you're coming from a really social background do not underestimate like how much you need that because yeah some people really do like I said before though some people don't so if you don't need that awesome like that's awesome but for me it was everything so with your social group of friends did you find it a struggle to have that work life party balance kind of thing like did you find the struggle and is there is there such thing as like the perfect work-life balance absolutely um (laughs) there is a thing and I did not have it (laughs) um yeah so on the other hand of like go be social there is overdoing it which I did um when I look back at my university experience, I, I don't have regrets. Maybe I should. Like, I'm here for a fifth year. I'm, re- like, retaking some courses. But I really, like, I think I did everything the way I needed to do it. But I did overdo it in first year. And yeah. I'm back for a fifth year because I, I'm applying to more school. And I'm looking back at some C's I got in first year. And I'm having to redo it. Which... I'm not encouraging getting C's by any means. Like, if you can graduate when you need to, please do it. But um, when second year rolled around, I looked back in first year and I said, you know what, I maybe neglected school a little bit, but I feel at home in Toronto now. So I don't know. Yeah, I had to do an extra year, but, like, I feel really at home here now. So I did overdo it initially, but I don't regret it. But at the same time, I've definitely learned what a work-life balance looks like and I don't think anyone in my life had that in first year yeah so, so there was almost that you had that reasonable explanation for why you did that in first year because now this place feels like home for you yeah like I think go do your thing first year like and yeah you can maybe have too much life in that work-life balance but if that helps you find your people then I would say that's okay just when second year rolls around like be ready to strap your boots on because you're here for school. Yeah. And it's fine to, like, have fun and make friends the first little bit, but you are here for school, so at some point You're you definitely do have to, like, go do what you have to do. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't regret my decisions because I think it led me to a lot of really incredible things. But, yeah, if I could have done things in four years, probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> Paying for school could be easier than you thought. This year, Student Life Network is giving away a life-changing prize package of cash, trips, shopping sprees, tech, and more to one lucky Canadian student. But you can only win if you're in the draw. Enter now at canadasluckystudent.com backslash REF backslash podcast. Again, that's canadasluckystudent.com backslash REF backslash podcast for your chance to win. Thanks for listening, everyone. So what is one thing you wish you knew in your first year of university? Looking back, now that you have four years of experience, what is one thing that you wish first year Courtney knew? My first one is about academics. My second one is more personal life. So the first thing that I wish I knew, so someone actually gave me this horrible quote in first year. I'm not going to say who it was, but if they listen to this podcast, they're going to be like, wow, that stuck. Somebody looked at me when I was struggling with school and they said, C's get degrees. And I think I, everyone's heard that quote. Yeah, but I just remember 
very specifically somebody saying it to me. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, really? Like, took that to heart? You rolled with that. Oh, my goodness. What a mistake. So, I wish somebody just told me in first year, like, no. Like, <laughs> go get your stuff done. Um, C's don't get law school. And that's what I'm going through now. Like, I'm having to retake a ton of courses to get into law school. So, um, yeah, value school. Like, I just wish somebody told me, like, you're here for school, value it. Like, you can go to the party a little late or whatever your social life is like. You can go to that a little late, just value school. That's what I wish somebody told me. Um, Because it's important. There's so much to learn. And I think sometimes we're like, school's done, bleh. but it's like, no, it's a wealth of information and go, like, you're paying a lot of money for it, oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, like, you are. Go, it's like, what, $600 a class? I, so, I couldn't tell you. It's a lot, so I just, someone, like, shook me and was like, go get this knowledge. Um, yeah, that's my thing. Take school seriously, that's where you are, but my second one is I wish that I knew about a lot of resources on campus specifically for me I wish I knew about the consent comes first resource on campus so what that is at Ryerson specifically it's an office where survivors of uh, any sort of sexual violence can go and get the support that they need and I am fairly confident that most schools across Ontario at least have offices of the same Maybe not necessarily as established as Ryerson is, but I'm pretty sure there is some sort of support for survivors on all campuses. For me, as soon as somebody told me about that office, that really changed like the entire trajectory of my undergrad. Um, I ended up getting to like connect with other people who've had like similar experiences to me. I ended up getting to like make a movie with like a documentary with other survivors on campus, and it's kind of fueled my desire to go to law school so for me that was just a resource that I really needed that was a part of me that like desperately needed nurturing and I didn't get that until oh I think until my third year so to think that like that was a part of me that like needed love for two years of my undergrad that's for sure a regret so if you like know in your heart that you need a resource go get it because that changed everything for me like as soon as I actually my best friend in the world told me because one time we were talking she's like just go to this office so as soon as somebody looked at me and kind of like validated that I needed to go there it literally made everything better so yeah I wish I knew about that and if you're going into university and you have maybe a stickier part of your past that you think now is the time to resolve don't wait like me just go do it yeah because it's gonna be incredible for sure yeah okay well yeah that's that's those are two great tips um, is the freshman 50 a real thing? Yes. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, when I look back at, like, grade 12 pictures, I'm like, who is that skinny lady? <laughs> and it's so funny, because at the time, I remember being like, my tummy's big, and now I'd, like, really like that back. Yeah. So Um, did you notice it within, like, the first two weeks, or did it actually take that full year for you to realize that it was a legit thing? I would say the full year. Like, I definitely gained weight over time. Um, Yeah, I would say the full year for me. 
And do you think that's from like the f- the food that was given to you by the university, or just like a whole bunch of other things? We just ate garbage. Like, okay, I'm gonna drop a little John Mulaney plug here. John Mulaney is my favorite comedian, and he has a bit where he's like, "I didn't drink water for four years." Yeah. <laughs> and like that is so relatable. I just think like the first year, especially residents' lifestyle, you are not taking care of yourself. You're surviving off of like cafeteria food beer and pizza pockets it's horrible why didn't somebody hand us a brita filter i don't know <laughs> so like give your body good things like yeah. i don't know how we didn't die from malnutrition like first year i just did not take care of myself i did not see the reper- repercussions from what i ate um and now i'm definitely getting to a place where like i want to chop up like good nice veggies and like give my body good stuff but at the time, I didn't realize that. So, like, it's a thing. Yeah. I'm not even going to, like, tell listeners not to do it because whether you're, like, partying or studying all the time, you're not going to eat as well as, like, the home cooking that you're probably used to. So you're going to gain a little weight. It's probably going to hit you at the end of the year. And then when it does hit you, just give yourself good food, nurture your body. But, yeah. It it comes at, comes at everyone, eh? I really think so. I don't think I know anyone who didn't, like – treat their body like a dumpster no i'm serious it's horrible like first years eat horrible things like even working at a residence just seeing the stuff like type of meals that people bring home and they're like dinner time or it's like oh my god you have a handful of goldfish yeah so just i know i'm not even gonna give that advice because you're gonna do it because it's first year but when first year's over give yourself a freaking vegetable (laughs) (laughs) so Going off that freshman 15 thing, I read a lot about how just getting out and being active for an hour a day really helps. Do you think that's true? Like, have you been doing that recently? Do you wish you did that in first year? Just get out and even, like, walk around for a bit. That's also, like, proven by many mental health studies that that helps your mental health. So, absolutely. I don't think that's a debate anymore. I mean, maybe it is, but I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure that's been proven that... It's good for your mental health to just go out and walk around. Um, just even, get moving. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not a gym person. I've tried my hardest <laughs> to be a gym person. I've bought, like, all the stuff and been ready to go be a gym The brand rat. new running shoes, yeah. the new workout clothes. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't think the gym is for everyone. I really don't. Like, I, whatever it is, I just can't get committed to it. I don't feel comfortable there. So even if it's just walking, I love to walk. So, Yeah, just leave. Go do something. Especially if you live on campus, leave campus. Go on a walk. (laughs) It's good for your mental health. It's good for your awareness because then you're suddenly aware of where you live. In the city, yeah. Yeah. Especially Toronto. Yeah. All through first year, I knew like two blocks very well. And then anything beyond that block, I was like... That's no man's land. <laughs> like you knew like the gold street and then young up to the yeah. east and that was it. So for so many reasons, yes, go walk, go do something, get your blood pumping. Get or even like join like an intramural sports team. Yeah, we, we did that dodgeball. Oh, My yeah, friend group did, did that. that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so looking back on everything that we've discussed today, what would your top five tips for a first year student be? I want to open this by saying even if they had a skylight with this list. First year university students aren't gonna listen to it. I wouldn't have. If you're listening to this and genuinely hoping to learn, then amazing, because you are eight steps above 
what I was. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the first year university students are in that perfect age where they're like, I don't need a mom. Yeah. No one needs to tell me what to do. And then they realize yeah. at the end of first year, they're like, mom, where were you? Like, yeah. Like, I'm malnourished. I haven't seen yeah. the sun in weeks. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give them. What is an apple? <laughs> but, okay, my first one, I I wish I had a t-shirt with this, is get involved. Please do it. It will change everything. Even if it's just working a part-time job, just go do something. That's my number one. Um, it's easy to just let school become your life, especially if you live on campus. So don't do that. Do something that's not school. It's so, 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 so vitally important for your not only your social life, but I also think like your overall wellness to just like have your passions nourished. So just do something. This is my number one. Um, I think number two would be, even if you don't need them right now, try to become acquainted with what's available to you at your institution. So even if, say, you don't need mental health help now, go learn where your counseling center is. Figure out what that center is like, because who knows, you might hit a rough patch, you might need it, or a friend might. I've had countless friends needing help finding resources like that. So just to like acquaint yourself with, with what's available at your institution, I think is huge. So yeah, do a little research. It would take you 10 minutes and you'd be like, what? We have all these things? So yeah, just learn what's at your school. Um, my third one, oh, this one's super important too. If you are not happy in your program, leave it. I cannot stress this enough. I wish somebody said this to me. I have multiple friends who started in programs that they didn't like, and they had the courage to just say, you know, this isn't for me and I'm going to leave. And now all of those friends are having, like, beautiful, fulfilling careers because they had the courage to move on from something that they didn't like. So even though you've paid your money and you've come to university for this program, if this program isn't for you, leave it. And it's such a hard thing to do, but I can't stress that enough. Like, it's just not worth it to spend four years doing something you don't like. So that's my number three. Um, even as an RA, I can't count the amount of students that I've had that conversation with, and their parents are probably cursing me. Yeah. But, like, I, holy moly, leave it if you don't like it. And I don't mean, like, drop out and do nothing, but find something that is better for you. and Transfer into it yeah, or something. Just go do what you love. You don't have to be in a program that you picked when you were 17 years old if you don't like it. Fourth tip, eat your veggies. <laughs> You're probably not going to, but just eat your veggies. Not even necessarily about weight, because I've never loved to, like, focus on weight, but just keep your organs functioning. Like, it's so easy to get all wrapped up in, like, all your assignments and the hustle and bustle of university, just give yourself a good meal every once in a while. Um, my final tip would be to, this is very cliche, but stay close to the things that make you feel well, which is a very weird statement, but that can be friends, that can be food, that can be a counselor. I have a counselor who is like my rock. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have friends that just being near them makes me feel like there's a whole picture. So I would just say stay close to the things that make you feel whole and well and, like, fulfilled. Um, don't let friendships, like, fall through the cracks. Like, if 
that friendship is important to you, I think you need to like hold on to it. Um, if making time to cook yourself a good meal makes you feel well, hold on to that. I just think figure out what you need to be your best self and hold on to that would be my major tip. And that might be a life tip, actually, because I think in university and beyond, everything is just so fast-paced, and we don't take care of ourselves. We don't check in with our mental health. We don't check in with our hearts and, like, ask what people we need near us. So check in with your heart. Figure out what you need, whether it's your friend, your partner, your favorite snack, and just stay close to those things. Thanks, Courtney, for all the great tips you had for all those first-year students coming in. Check us next time for more helpful tips for students on the pod. This has been the Student to Student Podcast. For more content to help you get the most out of your student experience, follow me at J underscore Odota and visit studentlifenetwork.com for exclusive deals, scholarships, and giveaways like Canada's Lucky Student, the largest student giveaway in Canada.